The following is a presentation of God Questions Ministries. If Jesus paid the price for our sin, why do we still suffer the consequences of our sin? The Bible gives the good news that Jesus paid the price for our sin. Yet, in many ways, we still suffer the consequences of our sins. For example, a drug dealer may become a Christian in prison. But that doesn't mean he will be released from prison the next day. He will still experience the consequences of his past sin. A born-again Christian who falls into adultery may lose his family, his career, etc. Even after he confesses and forsakes his sin, the consequences of his sin remain. Coming to Christ does not erase the temporal effects of sin. Rather, our salvation guarantees that we will not face the eternal consequences of sin. The consequence of sin is death. Romans 6, verse 23. As sinners, we deserve to be eternally separated from God in His holiness. On the cross, Christ paid the penalty of our sin with His own blood. He who knew no sin was made to be sin on our behalf. 2 Corinthians 5, verse 21. On the basis of Christ's perfect sacrifice, those who believe are no longer under God's condemnation. Romans 8, verse 1. It's important to understand that when the believer in Christ experiences consequences for sin, it is not because he is under God's condemnation, his wrath, or his retribution. Believers are under God's grace. Jesus took the wrath of God upon himself. Sin's consequences, still experienced by believers, could be classified in one of these ways. Universal Consequences Some of sin's consequences are experienced perpetually by every human being on earth, because we are all children of Adam. We all have weeds growing in our gardens, we all face natural disasters, we all get sick and grow old, and we all eventually die physically. As sinners living in a sinful world, there's no avoiding these consequences of original sin. Natural Consequences We live in a world of cause and effect where the law of sowing and reaping is in full effect. Some of sin's consequences are built in and practically guaranteed, no matter if the sinner is saved or unsaved. The Bible warns that sexual immorality is a sin committed against one's own body. 1 Corinthians 6, verse 18. Can a man scoop fire into his lap without his clothes being burned? Proverbs 6, verse 27. If you steal something, you should expect to get caught and face the natural consequences that follow the sin of theft. If you resist arrest when you get caught, you pile on more consequences, sowing and reaping. Instructional Consequences Very likely, God allows some of sin's consequences to remain in our lives to teach us the heinous nature of sin, and to remind us to depend upon God's grace. Sin is a serious enough problem for God to have sent His Son into the world to die. We dare not take sin lightly. In the face of sin's consequences, we humble ourselves and seek God's kingdom and righteousness all the more. When Ananias and Sapphira were disciplined for their sin, it was instructive for the church. Great fear seized the whole church and all who heard about these events. Acts 5, verse 11. See also 1 Corinthians 5, verse 5, and 1 Timothy 1, verse 20. Disciplinary Consequences Some of sin's consequences are the result of God's treating us as a father should his children. There's a difference between a penalty for sin and discipline for sin. As God's children, we experience discipline designed to guide us back to the right path. My son, do not make light of the Lord's discipline, and do not lose heart when He rebukes you, because the Lord disciplines the one He loves, and He chastens everyone He accepts as His son. Hebrews 12, verses 5 and 6. 
Note how many of God's children undergo discipline. Every one. Verse 8. We are all wayward at times. God's purpose in allowing us to experience disciplinary consequences of sin, true to His nature, is perfect. God disciplines us for our good, in order that we may share in His holiness. Verse 10. The Church of Corinth provides an example of Christians facing disciplinary consequences of their sin. In partaking of the Lord's table in an unworthy manner, they brought God's displeasure. That is why many among you are weak and sick, and a number of you have fallen asleep, 1 Corinthians 11, verse 30. We see similar disciplinary action taken in 2 Samuel chapter 12. Even after David confesses his sin and was forgiven, God allowed certain consequences to befall David and his household. God allows us to experience some of the temporal consequences of sin to show His love for us. If God never disciplined His straying children, He would not be a good father. If we were never disciplined or never suffered the consequences for our wrong action, we would never learn right from wrong. We tend to learn from our mistakes more readily than we learn from our successes. Praise the Lord for His goodness. He allows us to experience the temporal consequences of sin for our own good, but He has saved us from the eternal consequences of sin. Jesus paid the penalty for our sins, so we will never experience the second death, which is the lake of fire. Revelation 20, verse 14. Believers in Christ are promised that the curse and consequences of sin will be completely removed one day, and nothing will hurt or destroy in all my holy mountain. Isaiah 11, verse 9. God Questions Ministry seeks to glorify the Lord Jesus Christ by providing biblical answers to today's questions. Online at gotquestions.org.